Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, uh, I really like our show today because we are going to be talking to a young lady who is really doing some wonderful peer support for bereaved kids. And as you and I know, number one thing to helping people through grief and loss is peer support and information. So it's pretty inspiring to see a young lady doing this, isn't it? Well, she's a teenager. And yes, it is because we do not have enough teens on our show and she's doing a lot to help other kids. So yes, we'll be talking about all the things that she's doing today. Yeah. So would you like to introduce her? Sure. So her name is Sadie Sinander and she is no stranger to loss because she has experienced the loss of friends and as well as her grandfather and a beloved uncle. And she has created mom something called Comfort Kits for Kids. And when she was 10 years old, she created these. And these are grief kits to let kids know they are not alone in their grief. And during COVID-19, she distributed these kits to grieving children who were not able to attend grief groups or camps. So welcome to the show, Sadie. Thank you. It's great to have you on. Tell us what grade you're in and where you're from and all that. Um, I am in 10th grade and I'm from San Francisco, California. You got this idea when you were 10? Is that when you started? Yeah, I started Comfort Kids for Kids when I was 10 years old after experiencing the loss of some friends and family, including my uncle and my grandpa. And when I was that age, there weren't a lot of people around me that could understand or had been through what I was going through at that time. So it kind of created this feeling where I felt really alone and I had no one my age to talk to besides like the clo- the only people I could talk to that understood what I was going through were my parents, but they were a lot older than me at the time. And it just didn't feel like I had the same sort of connection with them as I would have with someone else my own age. And I remember after I lost my grandpa, I was at school and someone brought up death in one of my classes and I broke down crying and I was just in the room there crying. I went to the bathroom and people were kind of questioning and asking what was wrong and what happened. Once I told them what what had happened, they didn't really know what to say. They didn't really have anything to say because most of my friends had never been through a loss before. So they couldn't really comprehend what I was going through. And I remember I had to talk to my teacher and I had to talk to the head of school and they brought me to the school counselor but I really really just wanted a friend that was around my age also in fifth grade who was 10 who could just say hey I'm here for you I felt this way too and it still hurts and it's always going to be hard but I'm still here and I'm still um making my way through it and you know finding ways to be happy and stuff like that and that is what inspired me to create Comfort Kids for Kids because I think that just the simple gesture of giving a kit to a child who's going through grief really shows them that someone else their age and many people their age have gone through something similar and are there for them while they go through a really, really difficult time in their life. 
You know, I was wondering at that time, do you remember back then what people said to you that was helpful and what wasn't? And what would you suggest to, you know, people to try to be there for them? Yeah, I think the most helpful thing was people just saying, you know, I'm here for you if you ever want to talk or saying, you know, I've never been through this, but I would love to hear what's going on and how I can help you and what the best things I can do or I can say for you would be. And I think that's just so helpful because if you need to, or if you want to talk to someone, then you have that person that just said that, that you can go to and have a conversation with so that you can kind of let your feelings out, but you don't have to, if you don't want to also, because it's really just an option. And it's just nice to have a person there that has said that. So you can feel really comfortable with another person. I think that's one of the best things a person can say. We have a lot of uh, parents that worry about their kids after a loss and they're concerned that the kids don't talk about it or um, that they, you know, uh, don't don't come to them and talk about it. So I know peer to peer support is great because some kids can talk to kids about it, particularly people uh, who are teenagers like you. Have you had any experiences with teenagers uh, personally around with your kids and things? And do you have any thoughts about how to help them? Um. Yeah. So. I've handed out kits to bereavement centers where there's people around my age that are also teenagers. And when I'm giving them out, I also have conversations with them and, you know, I give them my condolences and stuff like that. And if they want to talk and they feel like having conversations, I'll have conversations with them. And also sometimes um, I receive letters and notes after, um, after giving out my kids and it's really good to see how it's touched different people because everyone has a different reaction to them for some people they love I guess different aspects in the kids um and they can talk to me about how it's helped them and I like to write letters back and kind of have a little conversation started and I think that's also good because it kind of creates a community of people who have been through a loss and I guess we're all stronger together and we can kind of um, I don't know, connect with each other on, with something that a lot of people might not be able to connect with. Yeah. You know, um, we were talking a little bit earlier, your mom has her own foundation and had a loss many years ago to um, a fiance who was killed in an airplane crash. And what's her organization called? Her organization is called Access. And mm-hmm. what she does is she provides peer-to-peer support for people who have gone through a sudden loss. And yeah, she had a similar, I guess, situation as me where she lost someone and it inspired her to help other people who have gone through something very difficult and to help them because I think she also found that she needed a good support service when she was going through that and she wanted to provide that to others. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and she is definitely a really big inspiration for me as I do this because I've seen what she's done and the scale she's gone in it to and everything and I really want to be able to do that as I grow up just have a big organization and be able to do all the wonderful things that she does that's neat and Heidi and I were talking earlier how this intergenerational thing can come down of helping and helping people because Heidi and I work together right Heidi Absolutely, Sadie. I love that your mom has been a great mentor for you and she's shown you 
really positive ways of grieving based on her own experience. And like you said, peer-to-peer support is so important for kids and teenagers because it normalizes what you're going through. I'm just wondering, do you see any difference between the way kids grieve and the way adults do? There's definitely a difference, I think. I mean, this, obviously, there's always going to be similarities between people and everyone's different as they go through the grief process. But I definitely do think it's different. I think that children, um, or at least I hadn't seen as many other people my age having gone through a loss just as a child you've only had so many years in life. Only so many things can happen during that time, but I feel like as an adult, they have more experience. Not that that makes the grief any less painful or any worse for adults, but I think that it feels really, or at least in my experience, it felt really unknown for me. It was unknown in new territory. And Mm -hmm. when it happened, I didn't really have anyone to turn to around my age that had gone through a similar thing, which was really, really difficult for me. And I do think that, I think everybody grieves differently, but there's definitely differences between children grieving and adults grieving. Well, I love that you're doing this and losing a grandfather and an uncle is is a really big deal. And I think sometimes those losses can be minimized. And my daughter lost her grandfather, my father, um, October of 2020, and she's a teenager. And it's been a really difficult loss for her because she felt very connected to him and it's been a very difficult loss for his grandchildren. So I love what you're doing, reaching out to other kids, making them feel more normal and not alone with their, with their grief. Well, show us some of the things in your kit. Okay. So all of my kits have a stuffed animal, a journal, pens, and squishy toys. Here's an example of a journal. And I think journals are really, really important because no matter what the age is, if you're a young child, you can draw to express your feelings. And if you're someone who's older, you might want to write to express your feelings because sometimes, or at least for me, I really like journaling even now. And I think it's a really great way to express my feelings and to get out the things that maybe I don't want to talk to other people about and it's kind of feels like a safe space so I think this is really 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 good for people that are going through grief or at least it was really helpful for me and also depending on the age I'll give them different things so I really like to have fun pens to go with them so either like a fun colorful fluffy pen an animal pen with just a dog and I also include um bears and dogs stuffed animals because those can just be really comforting honestly no matter what the age is and I also include fun fidget toys like love it squish and Mm -hmm. there's a a lot of different ones because well first of all they're fun and also because it's a good distraction maybe while you're talking to someone or thinking about something that's difficult it's really nice to have something to fidget with or something to do with your hands I love this Sadie I love your plushies and I love the idea that you're got the squish balls and all that stuff the stress balls um and and you also give people letters and I know you say stuff like keep hope in your heart which I think is really a great saying yeah I also I also give poems and letters and kind of depending on the age group again, because it really just depends on who I'm giving it to. I'll have different poems and I'll try, I try to write handwritten letters to everyone I'm giving it to. So it feels really personalized and that someone really cares about them specifically and individually, that they're important and what they're going through 
is difficult and people really do care about them on a personal level and everything that is going on. So I really do like to write poems and handwritten notes with each one. And yeah, that is a quote I use. And I think that's really important just because sometimes it's really easy to lose hope. And I don't know if you enter a dark tunnel and you sometimes it's really hard to find the light, but it's there and there's a way to like get through it. And even though grief never fully disappears ever, you, there's still a way to, you know, have hope for the future and all the good things that are still to come. Mm-hmm. So Sadie, if people are listening and they want one of your comfort kits, how do they get it? So they can reach out to comfortkitsforkids at gmail.com and just send me a letter and talk about, I don't know what you need or how old you are, or if it's like for a group or for someone individually. And I'm happy to give it to anyone. I can mail them or I can go in person. Wow. Well, Sadie, thank you for all the good work you're doing. You're an amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You are Sadie. And there's so many teenagers that need this kind of hope and this kind of support. So thank you so much for everything that you're doing. And you and your mom for, um, showing how intergenerationally we can bring hope to people Mm -hmm. and get through the grieving process all together through tough times and uh, life goes on and and peer support is a wonderful thing. How do you raise money for all this? Oh, I have done a number of things. So I have written and received several grants. And I also, when I was just getting started, I would do lemonade stands and bake sales on the corner. I live right next to a park. So I'd go up there and I'd sell different treats because I really like to bake and I would make my own lemonade because we have a lemon tree in our backyard. So we would, I would, you know, make all that stuff and I'd sell it up there. And I probably did that for three weekends in a row before I like made enough to get a good amount of kits produce and I also have some people that support me with they'll donate me toys and stuff like that so I can make more any donations and stuff like that has have been really helpful awesome well again thank you for being on and we want to thank everybody for joining us on the show today and Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope please lean on ours until you find your own and god bless I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.